Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, your source for everything happening in Chicago and across the globe. And as you travel around the globe, maybe for some winter holiday plans, you might come across new facial recognition tech at the security checkpoint. The TSA is quietly testing facial recognition tech at 16 major airports across the country. It says they're an attempt to improve security and to get you through their lines faster. But are there security risks for a passenger's data? And how accurate is the technology at recognizing faces? Jeffrey Fowler is a tech columnist for The Washington Post. So, Jeff, first, what is this tech called? You can call it facial recognition. I mean, the TSA has their own special term for it. It's their CAT 2 machines. There are no actual cats involved, but uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the, the, the way that they're checking to make sure that the person who steps up to the security uh, podium is who they say they are. Yeah. And which airports are using it? Uh, there are currently 16 across the U.S., not the Chicago airport. Okay. Uh, but the plan is that, uh, you know, if they get permission early next year, uh, the TSA wants to roll this particular technology out everywhere. And this is not just being used for you know, special travelers, those going overseas or those with TSA pre-check or stuff like that. This is for everyone. So at the airports that have it, you know, general, the general uh, security line, you step up, they're going to say, Smile into the camera. We want to check your face. Mm-hmm. Well, is a passenger required, though, to have their face scanned at the airports that are, that are testing it right now? So this is one of the biggest questions I've been getting from Washington Post readers, because there are a lot of people who are just uncomfortable with this technology. So I did quiz the TSA and the people running this program, and they said, without skipping a beat, absolutely not. You don't have to be a part of it. You can say to the agent, uh, no photo, please, and you're not supposed to receive any worse treatment for it. You're not supposed to get a black mark on your record. You're not supposed to be sent off for an extra pat down. Okay. However... After my column came out in the Post, sure enough, I started hearing from Washington Post readers who read what I had written and said, no photo, please. And they got snark back from the TSA, from mm-hmm. the agent saying, like, oh, there's always one. And so this is the, <laughs> this is the fear by um, people who are really critical of this technology, that, you know, what, that they introduce it as something that is kind of optional and just being tested. And slowly it becomes, um, becomes mandatory kind of in practice because who wants to, you know, at, the, at, at airport security, it's already high stress. You don't really want to be in a position where you're trying to, like, challenge authority. You're also probably trying to make it to an airplane. Right. You just want to take the fastest route possible. So walk us through where in the airport these checkpoints are. Like, say I walk in to catch my flight. I, I need to check a bag, for instance. Can I use my face instead of scanning my boarding pass or passport? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, so there are a couple of places actually the airports have been experimenting with um, with facial recognition. And part of the confusion here is that the TSA um, has been allowing, and, and Customs and Border Protection also have been allowing airlines to experiment with their own uses of it as well. The main use, the one that I'm that we're mostly talking about here today, is at the security checkpoint. So this is the place where normally you know you have to like take your bag and put it through the little machine to get mm-hmm. scanned. Take your shoes off. Normally, yeah. They take your shoes off, all that jazz. And normally you hand over an ID to a human being who looks at the ID, looks at your face, and says, okay, are you really that person? 
Um, what they're trying to do here is trying to replace that process of having a human check your face with having a computer do it. <clears throat> that said, it's worth noting that there are other places in the airport that airlines are, are and and other organs of the government are using facial recognition. Right. So Delta has a deal at in Detroit and in Atlanta airport where uh, you can use your face essentially as your boarding pass if you opt into it. And then also at customs, when you come back into the United States, um, the customs and border protection folks are scanning uh, the faces of everybody to um, try to, yeah. um, you know, to try to see if you are who you are. Yeah, this also reminds me of the clear process as well. I use clear. I don't have TSA pre-check, but I do have clear. And uh, they're scanning your eyes to, to get you through that line faster. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so, Clear is a private company that's sort of basically owned by the airlines. That's, uh, you know, and, and part of the confusion here is that like, we don't understand, like, well, what is the government doing? What is the, the government's role here? But, you know, this has been the, the approach that they've taken, like trying to sort of let, let a thousand technological flowers bloom. Um, and right. this is where we're at right now. So this uh, new, uh, this test that we're, we're talking about right now that TSA is doing with facial recognition tech, if I decline to use this software, if I'm at one of these 16 airports that are testing it out right now, does that mean that I go to a slower line to get through security? Uh, for right now, they claim no. Uh, all of the uh, checkpoints already have humans and the computers at them. So if you say no, the, the, the human at the checkpoint is supposed to just press a button that says turn off the camera. And then they look at your ID individually like they've done for decades and decades mm-hmm. and then let you on through. That's the way it's supposed to work now. How long does the airline keep my photo? Should I worry about security risks while they have my data? It's a good question. Yeah, so uh, there's actually, uh, again, here's the complexity that that makes it confusing for folks. There's actually two different systems that they're using right right now. The most common one is they're just taking that photo and comparing it to a photograph they take of the picture on your ID. So your ID is the reference photo and then the live photo they take right then. They say they get rid of it right away after they make that comparison. However, they do hang on to it in some cases to try to test the accuracy of the system. And they haven't released any data about that, but they are hanging mm-hmm. on to it for quite a, a while as part of the effort to, to test that tech. There's another version of this um, that they're doing um, at, with Delta at uh, in Detroit and in Atlanta, where actually they're holding on to a picture of your face much longer because they've got a database of the faces of all the travelers, and they're pulling those from your passport photo. I'm really curious about the accuracy of that because, I mean, as people age and they change their hair and maybe get glasses, how does it recognize someone against another photo? Exactly. Well, so I asked this question of the TSA and they said, oh, it shouldn't be too big of a problem. But, you know, since I got my ID, I've I've now grown a beard because COVID happens, you know, so would it even recognize me now? And sure enough, I've gotten emails from Washington Post readers about flights they took in the last couple of days in which the machine didn't recognize them. One person was uh, using one of these systems uh, at the point of boarding the plane. This is another one of the things that airlines are doing at Boston's Logan Airport. And uh, she stepped up to the machine and it said, sorry, you can't go through. You're already on the plane. It confused her with another white woman who was already on the plane. Wow. At the at the gate, just sort of groaned and said, oh, God, this again. So, look, TSA right now is saying that it's satisfied with the accuracy um, of this technology, uh, but it hasn't really released any data about it. We haven't really been able to get into it to see, you know, how often does it get – does it falsely identify who a yeah. person is or give a false positive match? 
uh, for someone who someone is, and also how often is it confusing people of color or women? Um, this is these are all important questions that we really need right. to dig into. Yeah, no, we we've talked to. Uh, some of your colleagues from the Washington Post about this very issue, Jeff, major flaws in facial recognition technology. It's just less accurate for women and for people of color. So do you think that's a concern that these airports are addressing? Well, yeah, because they say that this is the reason to use this technology isn't really to speed things up. They sort of admit that now because they still have to have a human there who makes the final decision. So it's not like they're going to be more efficient. This is supposed to be for safety. They're supposed to be doing a better job of verifying who people are. Everybody wants a safer travel experience, sure. But the question is, are, is this technology actually doing a better job? Or could it be falsely saying, oh, yes, this person is who they say they are, and they're not? These, this is an area where, where I have some big questions. Yeah, and cities like San Francisco banned the technology, right? That's right. Yeah. So I think there's a, a more than a dozen cities across the U.S. that have now banned the technology. There's been proposals um, in the U.S. Senate and elsewhere to, to ban or at least pause the federal government's use of it until we have um, you know, more data, more information about how well it works. Uh, but those so far haven't gone anywhere. So do you think that this is something that's going to quickly spread to more airports? What do you think? <clears throat> I was... I was honestly surprised to realize it was already here. You know, we've been hearing about this for years. Um, I guess during COVID, I didn't travel a lot, so I wasn't at a lot of airports. I'm based in San Francisco, and we don't have it at our airport. My city also banned the technology. So I learned about it from a Washington Post reader who said, hey, I was just at the Phoenix airport, and I was asked to look into a machine. Like, what were they doing with my face? Um, so I think... Uh, I think TSA used COVID as a reason to roll this out kind of quietly, and they sort of used the excuse of, oh, well, it's it's touchless, so yeah. you, know, you don't have to hand your ID over to a human, so that's better for COVID. But, uh, you know, they are they're trying to roll this out fast. Jeffrey Fowler is a San Francisco-based tech columnist for The Washington Post. Thank you so much for the update. You bet. This episode of Reset was produced by Brenda Ruiz, and it was edited by Andrew Merriweather. Want more Reset anywhere you are? Then subscribe to our podcast. We share fascinating stories like this every day of the week and on Saturdays. All right, that's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.